Let me tell you about our sponsor for the Blaze coverage today. Thank you very much, Rough Greens. Not only thank you for your sponsorship, but uh, also uh, because they've changed my dog's life. They've changed my life, honestly. It is a pleasure to get up and feed Uno. And honestly, a year ago, we hated it. We stood. It was Christmas time, the last time we had this problem. And we had assigned shifts. It's your day to feed Uno. Because you'd have to stand there for 20 minutes to watch him eat. He literally, my daughter was in the kitchen this morning with me, and he was eating, and he was pushing the bowl up against the wall. He licks the bowl clean now. It is crazy. It's not a dog food. It is something that you put on the dog's food, and they love it, and it's really, really good for them. Now, some dogs may not like it, and uh, Rough Greens doesn't want you to spend any money on this product unless your dog will love it, because they know if your dog loves it, you are going to see the change in your dog over the last year. He just keeps changing for the better. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck and get a free bag. All you have to do is pay for shipping. A free bag of Rough Greens. If your dog likes it, then order, you know, a full bag of Rough Greens and uh, you'll see the difference. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Last night, we did a very important show on the Wednesday night special, and this could be considered part two of that. Don't worry, if you didn't if you didn't see part one, you'll still understand part two. Part two today is the, the program is pretty much being dedicated, probably 90% of it, to the biggest problem I think we're facing right now that we need to fix right now. Everything else is on fire, yes. But if we lose our schools, if I mean, we've already lost them, if we don't fix our schools, if we don't get control of critical race theory in our schools right now, our country is over for all time. That might sound like hyperbole, but it is not. Uh, last night, I had a guest on the TV show, Azra Nomani, and we only had a couple of minutes to talk. And the one thing I really wanted her to explain to you is... Uh, this nexus between radicalized, I can't even say this, is Islamicists and the CRT in our classrooms. And you need to understand that when you look at critical race theory, it is really truly only about the destruction of the West. She's going to talk a little bit about that and what you can do to fight back. We have a lot of answers for you today including answers for my son. He said, Dad, I'm getting hammered in school over gender and sex. Help me fight that. And I said, you know what? I got to talk to somebody to really get the real solid answers. We're going to do that as well today. A lot of answers and a lot of help for you as a parent. Coming on today's broadcast, we begin in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. You know who you are. The moment I start talking about severe and frequent pain, your ears perk up. They always do. 
You've been listening to me ramble on and on for years about Relief Factor, and it's always sounded nice, but you haven't tried it. My question is, why? Maybe you're like I was. You're just stubborn, and you think it's not going to work for me. Maybe you've tried a lot of different things to combat your pain, and nothing has worked. I went through that as well. Maybe you're scared it won't work. Maybe some people are actually scared that it will because they've lived with pain for so long, it's, it's become part of their identity. Don't let that happen to you. Get your life back. Live the life you want to. I have been painting up a storm. And uh, uh, two, what was it? two or three years ago when I started this, I couldn't hold a paintbrush for very long. I couldn't hold a pencil. I couldn't write anymore. I had to type. And even that caused pain. I don't have that pain anymore because of relief factor. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. That's why they want you to just try it for three weeks. You don't order the full pack. You order a three-week trial pack because in three weeks, you should know if you're not seeing any improvement at all, it's not going to work for you. But 70% of the people that take it start to see relief almost immediately. Kick the pain out of your life. Get your life back. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. Ezra Nomani came to my attention years ago because she was the co-founder of the Muslim Reform Movement. She is a Muslim uh, and didn't like what was, was happening. She knows the difference between Islam and is an Islamist. An Islamist wants the um, the Quran and a religious scholar uh, to make all of the laws. An Islamist believes the Constitution is nothing because it's not God's law from the Quran. An Islamist will kill you for a difference of opinion. They have no tolerance for a difference of opinion because they know. They're on God's side, and God is on their side. It's very similar to the same kind of feeling that you get when you're talking to somebody now who is crazy climate change, and I mean crazy climate change, but especially those who are on the bandwagon of critical race theory. I hadn't tied these two together, but she did a while ago. And she's now the vice president for strategy and investigations at Parents Defending Education. She is also the editor of Indoctrination, the database and FOIA work, um, co-founder of Coalition for TJ, a group of parents and community members in Virginia. She is a former reporter for The Wall Street Journal. She was the co-director of The Pearl Project, uh, which did the investigation on Daniel Pearl, if you remember that. She is fearless and i am i'm honored to have her on the program today azra how are you oh thanks so much glenn and you know as well as i do that we uh, act even in the face of fear right that's what courage is supposed to be because we yeah. tremble in our hearts we face the backlash we have children we know that there can be retaliation and retribution but but courage definitely is acting even when you feel that tremble in your heart Somebody gave me uh, some great advice once. They said, where are your heroes? They looked at my desk and my office, and they said, where are the pictures of your heroes, even if it's your dad? And I said, yeah. uh, what do you mean? And they said, you won't make it if you're doing something really tr- uh, tough unless you're looking in the eyes of people who have walked those walks before. 
And I, I really true. learned my lesson that people like Martin Luther King, he he wasn't fearless. He was right. terrified much of his life. He just knew I have to do this. I have to. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a human emotion that we can't, uh, um, you know, deny. And yet, even in the face of fear, soldiers, right, paramedics, Mm -hmm. police officers, all of our frontline warriors, uh, and then now us, the accidental activists, the, you know, advocates Mm -hmm. for children, we have fear, but that's something I want to just let everyone know as we start this conversation because to feel fear is normal and natural and an important mechanism, right, to protect ourselves. But in this day and all times anyway, we have to still face that fear and still act. So there is one thing about fear. When you say our first responders or our our firemen, our police, our, uh, you know, soldiers, they have one thing that Americans don't feel they have today, and that is mm-hmm. a sense of uh, camaraderie, a, a sense of belonging to a group. You know, the, it would change a lot if they thought that they were alone, if the vast majority of our of our brave soldiers, et cetera, et cetera, felt they were alone. It, it wouldn't be yeah. the same story. Um, and I want to get to. I want to get to um, some of those uh, organizations, the, some of them which you are involved in, and, and help provide sources where people will feel like they're not alone and they can make an actual difference. But first, yeah. I want you to address what, where we, we kind of left off yesterday. We, we talked just briefly about the nexus between um, Islamicists and critical race theory in schools. Can you go into yeah. that? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for listeners who don't know me, I'll just introduce myself just for a minute, just to give them context about what I carry in my heart. Um, You know, I was born as the first generation post-colonial in India in 1965. My parents Mm. lived through British colonialism. So you could say that they lived under, quote, white supremacy because the British Mm -hmm. were white and there were my parents who were, quote, people of color, right? Mm -hmm. My father literally climbed a bunion tree to support Gandhi as he marched. For and 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 let me say that uh, yeah. I am a huge fan of Winston Churchill, but the guy was a monster in India. He was a monster. And you know the the truth is this is the realities you know of history, right? But yep. my father carried in his heart hope. My dad is five foot three because he lived through the Bengal famine that a lot of listeners might not even know about. But it was a famine that was man-made exactly by the British government because they needed to divert food from India to the British Army. So it was their survival. Well, Uh my dad, even at that height, had hope in his heart. And he came to America and he became a student here to study nutrition, to help people with food security issues, and bring relief to humanity. My mother came and then brought my brother and me. They didn't come with a grudge in their heart, you know, against the, quote, systemic racism that had held our country hostage, right, for so many years. Mm -hmm. They came to create a new life. And I just bring this up because 
there's this choice that we can all make about how we're going to navigate our futures. And my parents made this really bold and pioneering decision to you, to tap America's equality and vision for its citizens to improve the condition of our family, and that's the family in which I grew up, right? And um, and then I was a I was a uh, young Muslim girl. Didn't go to my prom because I wasn't allowed to dance with the boys. Um, mm. Never dated until I secretly did. Uh, never had a beer until my friend Danny Pearl introduced me to the delicacies wow. of wheat beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you wow. know, I, this this is all just to say that you know we're all on these journeys, and um, and then nine eleven happened, and my dear friend Danny was kidnapped and murdered, and I had my reality check that hey, there is this interpretation within Islam that is dangerous, that is laying siege to beautiful innocent human beings like Danny, and. Um, I had to stand up and fight back. And and what I encountered is exactly what you did, Glenn. You know, our biographies are completely different, but our, our analysis is similar, which is there is an interpretation within Islam that's problematic. Just like in every other religion and every other mm-hmm. society, there's an extremist mm-hmm. strain. But we got branded racist and Islamophobe. And it was only last summer that I finally could put the pieces together that our Islamists, these people that you described really well, as folks who want Islam and religion in governance, they use... Not not in governance, as the government. <laughs> yes, absolutely, right. exactly, as right. governance. They right. want Islamic State, basically. Um, so our examples out there in the world are the theocracies that are mm-hmm. in Saudi Arabia, Qatar, uh, uh, now emerging in Afghanistan again. Uh, Iran. So in Iran, exactly. Um, yep. and, and, what, and what gets denied? Women's rights, human rights, uh, rights gay rights, all, all mm-hmm. my minorities, exactly. All the, quote, yeah. liberal values that right. even I embraced growing yeah. up as a progressive, bleeding-heart liberal. Um, mm-hmm. So... So you and I both have faced this, and that's why I kind of remembered, um, you know, this idea of fear because they've come after you. You know, they've come after your job, they've come after, come after your reputation. Character assassination is their um, is their modus operandi, right? They mm-hmm. they invented cancel culture, but um, I finally last summer got to really understand that what they did is they had no. Um, defense, really, to their illiberal ideas. So what they had to do was uh, create a defense. And one of your one of your listeners actually put it really well in a tweet that he he he, he wrote in response to the video you posted yesterday from our interview. He said that they used critical race theory as a shield to protect mm-hmm. their bad ideas, and mm-hmm. what they could do then is racialize Muslims, make us a race, so that you became racist if you criticize extremism. And and that is what we've faced over these last 20 years as we've grappled with this, this, this just like 
industry, right, that calls everybody mm-hmm. an Islamophobe if they dare to talk about the extremism issue. So uh, I, I got to take a one minute break and then I want to come back. And uh, if you can get into the meat, you said yesterday that you have seen school board members and people involved in education that you kind of scratched your head at first and went, wait a minute, why, why is this so popular with people you would say are Islamists? Um, right. uh, what, what, is the, uh, what is the real goal? Because I think when people understand the real goal for critical race theory, it's not about uh, making things fair for everybody. It's not even really about equity, which is a horrible idea in and of itself. And I want you to get to what critical race theory in our schools is really all about and why these islamists are involved if you can we'll do that in one minute first uh, let me tell you about uh, patriot mobile i'm guessing you feel as though uh, you know you feel the same way as as i do it's incredibly important to be on the right side of history uh, you probably uh, think that things are really wrong in America. You probably also don't have a problem with private businesses doing what they're doing, but all of a sudden this has been distorted and you've never been a boycotter, but you got to do something. This is the easiest way to take a stand. And I, I can't urge you enough to do this. You, if we just pick one thing and go after one thing it will send a message that the left uh, to the left that the right is standing up and i don't like boycotting because you're cutting something out of your life no i'm asking you to replace something you have that i think is bad that you can replace it with something that is really good let's say verizon let's say you have verizon as a cell phone company they are giving money to planned parenthood they are giving money to anti second amendment groups you know, you might have coverage and whatever with Verizon, but is that worth paying them so they take some of that money and work against your rights? You can get the same great coverage. You can get better service, a lower price, and the values you believe in. Send a message to Big Mobile. I don't need you anymore. I won't do business with you anymore. It's PatriotMobile.com. Save money, get great service, and send a message. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. This is the Glenn Beck program. And we have Azra Nomani on with us. So how is how is the Islamist movement uh, involved at all? And why would they be involved with getting critical race theory into our schools? Yeah. So, Glenn, let me tell you how I realized this happened in the summer of 2020. The secretary of education started secret meetings in order to eliminate the merit-based race-blind test at my son's high school in Northern Virginia called Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology. It's the number one high school in America, creating scientists and inventors. Yeah, this this method has become replicated in San Francisco, Boston, New York, in order to destroy merit and advanced learning in the name of, quote, equity. 
but this right. was and they're the, saying they're saying that yeah. whiteness so it's important to understand yeah. when they say whiteness is a problem what they mean are things like merit-based programs so exactly. uh, striving to achieve actually achieving something working for what you get that's yeah. the western culture and that's what they want destroyed yeah, and ultimately, you know, it's it's a universal culture, right? Also, because everybody, like in many cultures, strives to accomplish. So you cannot attribute it simply to white supremacy as no. you're trying to do. Because my family is a perfect example. That's why I wanted to introduce your listeners to my family's story. Because my we we are seventy percent Asian at my son's school. My family mm-hmm. is emblematic of this story of. Mm-hmm. Immigrants pursuing the American dream. But Glenn, get this. That Secretary of Education, his name is Atif Carney. I looked up his political contributions, and he is funded by the Islamist Network in Northern Virginia. I was like, what the heck? (laughs) Yeah. So we we only have like two minutes here, and and I... (laughs) I know we run out of time, but I, Glenn, I, I know I just leave you with this like, what? <laughs> I, know. I know you're I like, know. wait a second. I didn't expect this to go there. Okay. Let me quickly tell the lis- listeners and you what's going on is the Islamists are using this leftist agenda of critical race theory in order to bring in their agenda of, of anti-Western uh, curriculum, anti-Israel curriculum, pro-Palestinian, you know, uh, intifada type of material from Mm -hmm. California to Minnesota. This is the danger. Ultimately, it's an anti-American propaganda. Right. And this is, we are being made into Israel and the Palestinian uh, situation. that We are are being uh, broken up. And uh, and you are an, a mean Israeli. If you're just trying to defend yourself, you're a horrible, racist state. And it's it's being done now to us. And this is how it's being done. And the left. This is why I believe the left has embraced Islam or Islamists uh, so hard is because they both have the same goal. When we come right, back, I just sectarianism. Yes. When we come back, I I just want to spend uh, maybe a couple of minutes with you on just tell me the organizations that people can uh, join so they don't feel alone and they can actually make uh, some some progress on this. Is it is vital, America, that you get critical race theory out of your school? And it is everywhere in our schools, everywhere. More in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Time to freshen up the window coverings in your house. I mean, come on. I love that. That's when Joe Biden says it. Come on, man. They look like they've done two tours in Vietnam. No, that's too recent for him. Like when I was in the Civil War. Come on, man. It's springtime, and it means you can spruce up the place a bit, and the best time to visit Blinds.com is right now. They have 35% off everything site-wide as a warm welcome to the new season. Blinds.com makes it really easy and convenient to order online. They have free shipping, a guaranteed perfect fit for your windows, 
You can't go wrong. Maybe you're looking for high-performance solar and roller shades or the classic silhouette of a Roman shade. Maybe you want to enhance the look of your home with the warm textures of bamboo. Whatever it is, Blinds.com has you covered. And right now, save up to 35% off everything from Blinds.com. Shades, interior shutters, even outdoor shades. Rules and restrictions do apply. It's Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Get 35% off everything right now at Blinds.com. And don't miss all the great shows on Blaze TV by getting a subscription. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Let's be clear. Wokeism is an attack not just on our kids' education, but on their psychological health. It seeks to make them angry, confused, emotional, contemptuous of their community and society, and unable to use logic and reason. Wokeism will turn our kids into failures. This attack on our children takes many forms. The cult of anti-racism, which demands that they feel either shame or guilt or resentment and bitterness, depending on which racial category they're assigned, and tells kids they're racist if they don't obey. Equity demands aggressive and illegal racial discrimination against Asians and whites. Action civics, which trains kids to think and act like radical activists rather than curious learners and so on. This is why Parents Defending Education was put together to try to find some solutions and first empower one another. And that is what we want to spend the last couple of minutes with uh, Azra Namani, who helped start uh, this organization. She's here to give us some ideas on as parents. How can we not feel so alone? What can we join? What should we do? Azra? Yes. See, Glenn, beyond being this global uh, radio host and personality, you are a parent. And I want you two to go to DefendingEd.org and become a member of our organization because we are connecting parents in, in that concept that you began the show with and you said, you know, first responders feel like they're part of a group. We want mm-hmm. parents to know that they are in a collective, that we are the mama bears and papa bears protecting our cubs and all cubs everywhere. And so we created this organization in order to let folks know that they're not alone and then do the thing that you're so good at doing, which is follow the money and document, document, document. And so we've created this map that you mentioned, Indoctrination, and it chronicles district by district incidents that we're tracking and parent groups that have emerged to fight this indoctrination. It's, it's just phenomenal. Every day after your, after your interview, dozens of people have written to us. Where, where, is, the, where is that map? Do I, do I find that at... Yes. Go to DefendingEd.org. Okay, I'm going to go there right now. Okay, so yeah, what... go there right now. What, what is it filter. that... Okay, so what is it that... groups, yeah. Okay, all right, so that's what you do. You filter yes. and you... Okay. Defending... And so, for example, ed.org... So, for example, like you had uh, this amazing mom and an educator from the uh, California group, Educators for Quality and Equality, they're on there. 
uh, go, Lori Myers, you had her on as a guest, I think. Um, you go to uh, Maryland, and you're going to find the Chinese American Parent Association of Howard County. You're going to find No Left Turn Chapters, and another organization that's emerged. Boston, you've got the Boston Parents Coalition for Academic Excellence. It's phenomenal because there's so many parents like us who are enraged and really activated. And so that's our goal is to connect folks and empower them. I'm still trying to get to. There it is. Okay, so the indoctrination yeah. map, um, yeah. all you do is I see these these are chapters all around? Yeah, there's chapters all around, and then we also have incidents of critical race theory in our school districts. So every day we've got parents reporting what is being taught to their kids. Just today I was going through a case in Texas, and then yesterday we met with these families in Michigan. You know, it's just phenomenal how much people are now waking up to this this that we have so tell me you know we all gathered together and it seemed to just happen so quickly the idea of common core and how bad that was how bad do you think this is in comparison to common core it's exactly the same glenn because common core was developed by institutions and then implanted into school districts around the country through school policies. That's exactly mm-hmm. the same thing that's happening with this, quote, anti-racism teaching. In just over this past year with George Floyd's death, they have had the opportunity in, to bring these kind of curriculum changes like Black Lives Matter at schools into the classroom. And we are trying to monitor this as parents, but we're taking care of our children during COVID at the same time, right? right? So, right. so they've used re- remote learning and uh, virtual school board meetings to put us on mute. But, but the joy is that parents are unpressing that mute button and saying we're loud and we're here and we're going to fight this. Um, and and I, I want everyone to know that, you know, this is an industry. And just like any kind of indoctrination has yeah. a uh, hub, this has hubs, too, around the country. And and we're going to we're going to expose them. OK, I want you to go to edge. Uh, sorry. Defending ed dot org. Offending ed dot org. Thank you so much, Ezra. We'll talk again. Keep up the good work. I love it. Thank you so much. You're, Thank you. You're you bet. Um, Stu, let me uh, go to a couple of other things that we're just we are sweeping so many things today um, and uh, we're going to have to go into them in depth a little bit tomorrow. There's a couple of stories here that the House committee has now advanced the statehood for D.C. Uh, and I love this. I guess we don't have to wait for that. We don't need to wait for any kind of a study to be done. Uh, they have the House Democrats. Uh, are going to unveil legislation today to expand the number of justices on the Supreme Court. Yeah, they're going to go with for 13, which would mm. be fantastic. They're just going to add oh, four. Shockingly, they'll, I'm sure they'll just do it in a bipartisan manner to maintain the balance of the court. It's just oh, that they, yeah, of they course. think 13 is the appropriate number. It's nothing to do oh, with, yeah. with one in control. <laughs> no, uh, not at all. <laughs> you know, um, we started as a nation with six Supreme Court uh, members. 
and then it was expanded, I think, to seven. And uh, and Jefferson came in and he restored it to six. Why don't we just restore it back to six? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'd love that. I'm Why don't we just? Sure. I mean, I know. Th- yeah. And we'll just take the ones who have been there the longest uh, or, you know, are you know um like or, or the least yeah yeah we'll, we'll get rid of the middle okay. the minimum the middle ones uh sure I, okay uh, would you uh, would you support a constitutional amendment that keeps it at nine yes i think i would too i i don't i just i think this is or a I, ridiculous I, option that you can just you know expand it and contract it based on who's control of the government at the time like that's a silly well, silly it hasn't been done since Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, and Abraham Lincoln was trying, because of Dred Scott, he was trying to change the um, the makeup of the court. And so he added one. But that was the only time that we've really ever, that's the last time that we did it. And that's what brought us to nine, uh, I think. Or he may have brought it to ten, and then it was reversed right after. Well, I think it should, um, should but, clearly be an odd number. I think that yeah, that is yeah, the only too. thing. I but, agree. I mean, it, it could be five or nine or 13 in sure. theory, but like we've been, had nine for a long time. Mm-hmm. It really shouldn't be this battle where it's possible to just switch out the number of them. I mean, that just seems here's, completely ridiculous to me. Here's what I would be for. Here's what I would be for. A constitutional amendment, then making it 13 or nine or seven or 40, <laughs> but a constitutional <laughs> amendment Mm-hmm. Not this, hey, we just won the House and the Senate and the White House, and so we're going to do this. Uh, no, no. You want to change. That's progressives. You want to change uh, the, uh, the, the way we do things. You either pass the law or if it affects the Constitution, you change the Constitution. You want, you want to get rid of guns? Okay. All right. Amend the Constitution. Yeah, you have to do that. That's why right. the, it's important. The process is important. We saw this with right. with what happened in Canada. Canada had, you know, they're, they're putting fences around churches who are having services. Right. And here we're having a bunch of these. There's been five of them so far that have been overturned where, for example, the most recent one in California, home Bible study could not be banned uh, because mm-hmm. Gavin Newsom felt like it. Right. So. We actually have these protections. It's one of the reasons why we our country has been so strong for so long. And, yeah. we, you know, it actually works here. I mean, it, it does. You know, not always. And it's it, not perfect. It is. But. The, the constitutional amendment, I think this is the genius of our Constitution. The constitutional amendments are made because, as Jefferson said, it's not right that we impose our will after our death on a whole nation. This is what we think is right. However, if you want to change it, then all you have to do is amend the Constitution. And so it was meant to slow things down. The whole Constitution is meant to slow lawmakers down, meant to slow things down and to make sure that one party or one branch couldn't start dominating everything. It's the last check and balance. We hold these truths to be self-evident. Now, if everybody wants to change that, or I think it's what, 70 percent, 70 percent of states have to be in for a, a constitutional amendment. If you want to change that, then do it, but do it the right way. Right now, this is the only way we can stop things is having it go to the people. 
And that's why they're changing everything. That's why they're changing. They, they introduced statehood for Washington, D.C. yesterday. Everything that they said that we said they would do and they said they would not do. They're doing it. This yeah. is not a moderate administration by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, no. I mean, this is the most radical administration we've had in I mean, American history. Uh, it yeah. certainly could oh, wind yeah, up yeah. being that way. The way Woodrow the- Wilson is is up there but well, yeah most, it's it's yeah. one of them yeah and i would certainly argue lyndon johnson in some ways should yeah. be there but the the i guess the larger point though is you know because Wood, wardrobe wilson really changed the the direction of the country in a lot of ways this we're you know biden's just continuing the direction of the country where we've been going over the past few decades uh yeah you know but he's, he's just putting the final nails in it yeah i mean he's accelerating yeah. it uh, and an incredible the, pace. The, if if you get dc statehood you then have two more senators and representatives in Congress and the Senate, and those guys will never be conservatives, mm-hmm. never. Um, so you you ensure that the Democrats hold the Senate almost indefinitely. Uh, if you change the makeup of the Supreme Court, you make the Supreme Court a political weapon. And that is always been uh, the problem with the Supreme Court. Once you politicize the Supreme Court, it becomes uh, a a nine or in their case, 13 people that decide how you're going to live your life. Uh, Well, wait a minute. They shouldn't have that power. Their power is to say to both of the other branches, you can't do that because the Constitution, they're the ref. They're not another branch that makes policy. They are supposed to be the ref. Hey, you two, flag on the field. You want to do that? Do it the right way. But that's not what they're being made into. All right, more in just a second here. And uh, we've got um, we've got a great hour for you, especially if you're a parent coming up uh, next, trying to answer the questions that your kids are uh, being talked to uh, about. Is, uh, I don't know how to answer all of these things. We have uh, Deborah So coming up in just. First, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. When it comes to buying or selling homes, if you're, if you're not looking for the highest level of competence in a real estate agent, you're not aiming high enough. Now, maybe you don't know how to do this. You think all real estate agents are alike, or you're just going to trust the bus sign or the, you know, your, your cousin's kid who's now doing it. It, it is really important that you find a good real estate agent and the best one in the area that you're looking to either buy or sell. That's why we started realestateagentsitrust.com. Its name kind of says it all, and it is, uh, it's a free service to you. Wherever you live in the country, if we don't have a real estate agent in that area, we won't recommend one. You just have to you know, go, but we can help you out and tell you what, our, what we look for in a real estate agent. But when we have a real estate agent in, in an area, we monitor them. We see the track record. We make sure that they're selling you know, houses on time or faster than anybody else. They're getting good deals for their clients, and they have high customer satisfaction. We watch how they advertise, how they um, get people to look at houses. And the minute any of those metrics go out of line, they're no longer with us. They don't work for us. We just recommend the ones that we have found to be the best in your area. Buying or selling a house anywhere in the country, go now to realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com.
This is the Gladbeck program. We have uh, Deborah So on with us uh, next. And I wish my son was here because I'd like him to actually ask these questions. Um, but uh, he came to me, oh, I don't know, about a week ago. And he said, Dad, uh, I'm getting killed by my friends on gender and sex. And uh, they're saying uh, sex is fluid or gen i don't remember what the argument was but it was it was ridiculous uh and uh he said i don't even know how to defend myself on this and i said son i don't want to give you bad information you know or straw man arguments i i know somebody who is like the leading scientist literal scientist on this and her name is dr deborah deborah so and uh, she's an author the end of gender uh, she's the host of the Dr. Deborah So podcast, and I want to have a conversation with her that I could have had privately because it was really meant for me to advise my son. But I think you're probably struggling with many of the same things. How do you give, give your kids a defense on what they're facing with their kids, their friends and their schools? So the difference between gender and sex, how to talk to your kids about that, Deborah So joins us next.